this feels like a I just I just like it feels like you're on a bender. Like it feels like you're like I drove to Vegas and I've I've been up for 48 hours and I've got a gun. I can do anything. You may fire when ready. What exactly is it that they do? Kick names. And here we go. Take ass. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we are thrilled to be with everybody. Happy everyone yeah, can join us today. Uh, we got some great stuff to get into. We got a little bit of a little sprinkle of news, a oh, couple yeah. of scoops of movie to review, and we got oh, ourselves yeah. uh, a great little podcast Sunday that I'm excited about. So Ooh, yeah, podcast Sunday. You can't get a tastier than that. I don't know. But this is this is a weird start. I don't usually use food <laughs> metaphors to talk about <laughs> movies or or our podcast, but you know what? It's where we're at. Scrumptious. Um, so before we get started, just really quickly as a reminder that you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And the best way to help the podcast is to share us with a friend or leave us a review. Um, yes. You can follow us on all of our socials. Just search Films in Black and White. But the best thing you can do to help the pod is to uh, share us with a friend or leave us a review. So we hope everybody considers doing that. Now yes. that we've got the business out of the way, I do want to invite a one Brian French Trapper Beard Roush to join <laughs> us in here. Brian, how are you feeling? Oh, I today has been busy. So this is like the first time I'm like, I'm able to like reflect with my own thoughts. So I'm feeling good, but I'm definitely feeling the day, but I'm super happy to be here. I'm, right. I'm super pumped to talk about this good movie because we watch a lot. Like we, we watch like half bad movies on this podcast. Yeah, we do half good movies on this podcast. Yeah, so I'm do. happy it was a good movie week. Yeah, um, it like, was a good movie week. It was a good movie week. So I'm super pumped to like talk about Prey. And I'm also I'm so excited to talk about all the news that we have slated to talk about because uh-huh. I, like I, I I just need to talk about it with somebody. It doesn't matter. So the, point, the points are made up and they don't matter. And I don't they, understand. They don't like and I feel like it's going to be really cathartic for me to like really make sure that I'm not losing my mind. So, yeah. Doug, you're you're that person for me. That's I hope fine. you're OK with that. I'm happy to be that person, Brian. OK. Um, OK. And how are you, Doug? I'm doing quite well. I'm recovering from a busy weekend. We had family in town this weekend. So uh, a lot of little folks running around. A lot of oh, busyness. But I think I saw a picture. You had like yeah. five, six little ones. Running I had, around, I think, in addition to my children, three other small children in my house. So uh, we got after it. It was a lot of fun. Glad they had fun, which is the most important thing. But absolutely, also very excited to get back into the swing of things. So, awesome. faithful listeners and watchers will notice that we do not have a one Marcus J. Destin yes. with us this weekend, and that is because Marcus is having some time with his family. So I want to shout out the Sellers family. I'm glad Marcus yes. can get some R and R before school starts up uh, next week for them. So getting some rest in before things get busy. So um, kudos for him for taking the time. Um, yeah. Brian. Hello. Although Marcus is not here. Yes. We do have catch that quotable to get to. And we what? have, 
We are going to play another game of Roman's Millions because that's what I'm going with. Let's that's do the it. Best I could come up with. So for those I'm that ready. don't know, Roman Myers is a faithful Patreon supporter, and he has put money on the line for every <laughs> quote that this trio duo gets correct. Correct. Yes. Uh He's going to donate $10 to a charity of our choosing. So we currently have gotten two correct. We didn't get yes. last week. Um, and so we are going to do this again to kind of like give ourselves a chance. So Brian, yes. are you ready for that quote? <sighs> I'm ready. Okay. All right. Let's get it. All right. We do have a lot in common. The same earth, the same air, the same sky. Maybe if we started looking at what's the same instead of what's different. Well, who knows? I'm going to read that one more time. We do have a lot in common. The same earth, the same air, the same sky. Maybe if we started looking at what's the same instead of what's different. Well, who knows? Thoughts? Oh, man. Uh, well, it's definitely an alien movie. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, this is like, a, it's yeah. Definitely an alien movie. Like, it pops out to me that it like it's not Independence Day, but it feels like not. a 90s feel good do you do you know what this is it brian this feels like the movie mars attacks and i say okay. that because i feel like there are a couple of moments so jack Nich this is my reasoning jack right. nicholson plays several characters in this movie oh i did he, not know he played several yeah he plays the president and he delivers a like a can't we all just get along style yeah. speech and he also plays like a ooh, Roman is saying that I'm ice cold, that I am not near. So that is, that is, that is not good for us to start out of the gate. So shout out to Roman in the chat. Oh, Roman holding us accountable. I thought it was Oof. Mars attacks, but let's read it one more time and see if we're inspired. Oh, boy. oh uh, boy. We do have a lot in common. The same earth, the same air, the same sky. Maybe we started looking at what's the same instead of what's different. Well, who knows? I suppose this could also be some type of war movie. I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm feel. I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm making that noise because, because <laughs> we don't know what it is. <laughs> it Here's the vibe. Like it's giving, it's giving Jeff Goldblum. And I don't know okay. why, like I, that's just the way it feels right now. Like, okay. It, it almost feels like this over, overly, uh, thoughtful character, like really trying to drive yeah. on this point. Right. Okay. Like, that's what it feels like right now. Okay. Um, it doesn't feel like an action movie. Uh, okay. It, it, it just doesn't. I, I buy a clue for two dollars. Brian, no, no, <laughs> Roman. We no, we are not. We're not purchasing any clues. We are like, going to either earn it or we're going to lose it. And that's the I, way that this works. I think I really need to, to to those listening whenever you're listening to this. This is the reason to join oh, our Patreon. Like, I can't make a Just better interaction. argument right now. Roman is helping us make it. You can be in the chat heckling you us you right, like, while we try as to we're figure recording this, this. Like, as we're trying to figure this out as so-called movie podcasters, I guess. And we can't figure out this quote um so yeah anyway join the patreon okay uh, it's you know cost of a cup of coffee i'm gonna lock, uh, what do you think doug i'm gonna lock in my quote i'm gonna lock in my guess and i'm gonna do go it. a different angle with this all right my guess is that this is this phil this quote feels very bill murray 
Like it feels, it feels kind of in that like comedic tone, which is why I went that like Jack Nicholson route. I could All also right. see a Bill Murray character saying this. Right. So I'm going to go with the movie stripes, like from the, uh, from the seventies, because it oh, feels wow. like, again, there is a wartime environment going on. So I'm walking this in as this is potentially the movie stripes. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very much in the dark. So okay. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm gonna chunk it. Uh, my guess. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's it's gonna be sphere. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna be sphere with Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> I don't think that's what this is. I love but, it. That's the guest. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm chunking it. I, I got no clue. All right, here is the big guess. Here's the big All reveal. Right. Oh Christ! Um, oh no, that bad. Brian, this movie is Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Holy Strikes buckets. Back from 1998. Oh. Would you care to guess who said this particular quote? Is This is, um, this is Mewtwo. No, the cat no? meow, the cat meowth said this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Incredible. The meowth cat Pokemon said this. Oh my gosh. Um, and now that I'm reading it, I can only read it in his voice. So... I oh feel, man! Wow, one one Roman, excellent quote, uh, excellent poll. I mean, the, po the, the first Pokemon from... movie never saw that coming. I also did not see that coming. Uh, not to mention, I maybe watched that once, and so I've never seen it. Eh, I mean, like, and I love Pokemon. I just I never got into the movies. Like I was, it, I never jumped. I was never a good consumer for Nintendo in that regard. No, like I was, just I was like, always no, like just the games. <laughs> I was always a show. I feel like I saw the movie when it came out in theater, and that might be the. And then I watched it once, like as an adult, for that. Like, right. I need that nostalgia serotonin to kick in. <laughs> so I, I think go I back to a time when it felt good. A simpler time, everybody. <laughs> um, and so, all right, hey. Great quote, Roman. Keep those yep. coming. I'm glad yep. we continue to stump ourselves. Uh, yep. You continue to stump us with the quotes. So keep those coming. <laughs> Wonder he he sent out that ice cold emoji. Oh, yeah, we were, were nowhere like, near. This is Mars Attacks. Like, shut up and listen to us. <laughs> I will say this, though. It reads like this is someone from like the moon or something. Oh, like this reads super like an prolific. alien movie. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, Mark, Brian, we have some wow. news to get into Do and we? <laughs> i want to make it very clear to everyone listening so that we are going to try to make sense of yeah. the yeah of the really bizarre announcement that came out of wb and dc films lad in the right. past week when was that like last week on thursday uh, it had no, to have been this. No, if you really want to know when most of this news broke, I can tell you because I was super upset because we are a movie podcast that oh. typically <laughs> records on Monday, and all of this news came out like started at Tuesday at noon. Oh, from God. yeah, uh, I, I cannot remember the publication, but it was like a it was like a halfway sketch publication. They're like, yeah, Bad girls being shelved, and I was like. No. no like no yeah. that's that's not real and then like literally everybody and their mother reported it after that uh, yeah so anyway so this this came out last week on tuesday and brian yeah. would you care just because i felt like i wasn't i was aware of what was going on <laughs> but i feel like you're very connect a little bit more connected than uh, i am and can probably explain it better so do you want to give our listeners yeah. a rundown of what's going on with batgirl I yeah, I was very online, capital V, <laughs> capital O, when this news broke, like when it was official. 
Um, and uh, so, yeah, I read a lot. I read okay. a lot about okay. this as it broke. So essentially, uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, which would be August 2nd, uh, different rumors started surfacing that, hey, Batgirl is HBO Max movie. It's being shelved. Like, that's it. It's done. It's not even going to be released. And people are like, <laughs> no, not really. And by... <laughs> Tuesday afternoon evening, like on the East Coast, it was essentially everybody had heard it from their own sources that I think Variety, Variety is where I saw it confirmed wholesale, was that they had okay. shelved Batgirl. And if you're not familiar with the Batgirl movie, they essentially made an HBO Max level movie yep. uh, with Batgirl. Uh, and there was a ton of supporting characters set yeah. to be here. We had J.K. Simmons. We yep. had Michael Keaton. Uh, we had Brendan Fraser as the Firefly, and which I really liked that, that casting. Uh, the the casting for this was top notch. Uh, yeah, and it it was getting to a point uh, where it started. I, I don't know if leak is the right word, but it was it started being reported that uh, WB wanted to go in a different direction, and that they wanted to have these big event experiences. I believe right. was the terminology they used, and Batgirl wasn't that this news also mm -hmm. came out with all of the rumors that hbo max just the hbo max streaming service not hbo which i think is an important distinction it is a very important news story uh that 70 percent of the hbo max staff would be fired. let go or yeah. laid off because with the merging of discovery and a pivot the rumor is that there's a pivot towards more reality tv uh, and there's going to be less scripted shows. All of those HBO Max originals, there's just there wasn't space for that. Nope. Um, it it the last thing I'll say here. It then later came out, uh, and I saw a few people report this. People couldn't confirm it, but Batgirl being shelved was supposed is rumored to be a part of a tax write off, and yeah. ninety million dollars went into making this movie, and. Uh, uh, that's a 90 million tax write-off, which and is insane. It's, 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 it's to me, it's unconscionable to do that when reportedly the movie was almost finished by yeah, the they way, were, they were oh, in post, they were in post Brian, from what uh, I had, yeah. from the bits and pieces that I had read and I didn't read nearly as much as you and Marcus did, but from the bits and pieces that I read, they were in post-production on this yeah. movie and they yeah. essentially said like, we're just going to let it go. And it's the same directors as Miss Marvel. And so oh, God. like to me, I, and that's that's most of the facts. I'm going into commentary now. The idea that that you look at Miss Marvel right. as, a, as a complete product, it has a really good Rotten Tomato score. It has a good Metacritic score. It had a good critical reception. And yeah. also it's just fun, bright and colorful, like coming of age drama. Like, I don't know how you For look sure. at that. And then you look at back and, and then you're like, oh, these people did Batgirl for our streaming service. Nah, like to, to just completely pass on it and not retool it or anything like that, or even just get it out the door is uh, it, it's it's mind boggling that you'd rather take the tax write off um, a 90 million dollar yeah. tax write off, which is just, uh, you know, I, I it's it's weird. I don't it. it I can't, this is unprecedented. I can't think of another time a movie like this with this big of a budget has just completely been essentially thrown in the trash can. The only other example that I can think of from like a financial perspective is like, and this is kind of the thing that I kept going back to um, when I was chatting with the two of you and, and as yeah. I was kind of thinking about it was like, 
The only other example we have of this is when Fox and Disney merged. And there were reports of like something's getting like, oh, we're not going to pursue that anymore. But those were not started or very early on in process started films like that. They just decided we're going to we're going to shelve. Yeah. And what I don't understand is why uh, David Zaslav, who I think is Mm -hmm. the head of like this whole Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers division now Mm -hmm. with the merger. I don't understand how he doesn't how he how he just wouldn't want to play with someone else's money because the best example i can see that's comparable is new mutants right new mutants was a fox production yeah disney bought it example disney bought it they pushed they said like nope we're still gonna let it release because at this point in time if it makes any money we were fine because we own it we're deciding to push it out so it's it's like, why wouldn't you want to play with the house's money? Like it's, it, I yeah. don't get it. And so the other thing that I had also heard, and this came out later in the week was, and this is, I'm not sure if it was confirmed or not was, yeah, there was a comparison between this and black Adam. And the biggest comparison was that early audience scores. So test audience scores said, right. That this move that Batgirl and black Adam tested the same before right. black Adam reshot it. Made yeah. it, did their reshoots. So there's a part of me that's like, did you not want to fund the reshoots? If so, justifiable, right? Like, at least yeah. I can find some reason that you wouldn't want to release it. But yeah. without explaining that and then having it come out that it might be a tack write-off, this is a bad look top to bottom for the new management. I Well, I, I also think it's important to, to point out that so the rap by the way the rap i feel like got a lot of these scoops mm, sure um so shout out to them i think the rap is where it was first reported um by the way they were not the untrustworthy source i was referencing i was it was it was uh oh my gosh i'm gonna have you to could find just say, it but it you was, could just say twitter in general it was a twitter it was like a, a random twitter, twitter, twitter yeah. site yeah and it was like a random twitter site that had said it and i immediately dismissed it and then i saw the rap do it and i was like oh like uh, that yep, nope legit. this is this is like, a real thing that's not that's not this isn't good uh so essentially uh they also reported back in april that david zasloff he announced there were going to be three billion in cuts uh between the Oof. overlapping businesses Oof. so it 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 i think it's so <sighs> it's really hard for me to talk about these business expenditures. Cause I hate the way United I States tax code those. works. Cause like oh. none of it, none of it is intended to make sense. It's intentionally confusing. So the that points, the, people, the points are made up and they don't matter. Well, <laughs> except the for they who, matter a lot. I mean, the people who have the resources and that's usually the wealthy are the ones that can actually navigate it well and benefit from it. While the rest of us are just like, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess I used my car for work, maybe. Um, and I'll write that off as like a tax deduction. I'm not really sure. So after I got that out of the way, uh, so if he's trying to make three billion in cuts, you, the argument could be made that he saw Batgirl and he could add up or they could cook. I shouldn't say cook the books. I shouldn't accuse him of that. But they could lay it out in such a manner as that's more professional. In which yep. they could say, you know what, uh, th- we're going to cut this Batgirl movie. That's 90 million in assets. We're going to cut the advertising for it. That's, yeah. you know, they could make up numbers. That's 30 million in assets to get them to this 3 billion number, right. uh, which leads me to my my last thing, at least for the moment. Like my my final point of my train of logic is that 
it really feels like just corporate stancing, just like dialed up to 11 of just like, I'm the new sheriff in town. And guess what? This bad quality isn't going to fly. You're cut. You're a tax write off. You need to reshoot. Like, that's what yeah. this feels like. It feels like it feels like let's leave our mark so people know who's driving the boat, which is a hundred percent, which I guess is fine. But there's also a part of me that's like, here's where I get upset is that <laughs> driving them. I just put all that together. Here, here's 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 where here's where Jeez. I get upset with this is that I get upset because I feel bad for the, all of the people who put in all of oh that time. Like oh my gosh. the actors, the actresses. I mean, this was going to be the, I can't remember the, the Leslie great. Right. Le- was the, was the lead, the lead. This was going to be her big, like break into movies. Like she was, this was her chance to kind of like yeah. make an impression. And so there's a part of me that's like, you couldn't have just let it. I mean, they did all of that work and yeah, they still got paid and that's, but that to, that mean, to me is different between, I got paid to do something that no one will ever see versus I got to, I got to do, I got to do something that was like fun and exciting that I really, really wanted to do. Um, And everybody got to sit with me in the theater during the premiere to be able to do it. So it's, I don't, I don't fully understand exactly what happened here. So that's where I'm confused. Well, I mean, I think the other thing here is like, we haven't had a black bat hero uh, Mm. with this much of a platform. And I just, I I think of all the people that this would have mattered a lot to. And just seeing that representation. I mean, like Leslie Grace was, is, was the lead of this movie. Yeah. A hundred percent. A black woman was helming a movie like and we've had that in the Batwoman TV show and then getting this in a movie like I feel like that's 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 huge like I think the representation factor of that in a movie would have been huge and that that moment will not that will not happen now Um, yeah and I think that's I think that's really disappointing and it seems like it's all to just balance some books and I I feel like it seems weird well and I, I think too, if like if if this really is all coming from like I want to show who the big gun is around here, like <laughs> I you know for some folks are that are longtime listeners, you know that I'm like a leadership consultant and I've worked with other people and like yep. One of the things about leadership is like you don't you don't necessarily like use your power to assert your own influence if you're a good uh, leader. Yeah, you just do things that that are community based. That you're making these decisions together. You don't you don't have to prove anything. Right. You already have that confidence. You're the leader. So what this shows to me is that there's an insecurity at the top levels, probably including Zaslav of like, oh, I have to do something or someone's going to come for me or someone's not going to believe me when, in fact, you didn't have to do any of this. Like no one's making you cut three billion (laughs) dollars. Yeah, I think the other side of this, I think the other part of this that is um interesting is that like what now is starting to come out because they basically shook everything up and then as you got later in the week we heard more and more and more from like david zaslov who said yeah like now everybody that you've watched me basically (laughs) break everybody's hopes and dreams and we we cancel everything because this was a long list of the Batgirl was not the only thing there are no more things that have been canceled the scoob sequel uh also a scoob holiday special and there was a 
bunch of HBO original programming that was canceled yeah. too. But the other half of this is then Zaslav came off towards the end of last week where he said that he wanted to assure folks that they now had a 10 year plan for uh, DC films. And this is a quote from from Zaslav. He said, yeah. you look at Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. These are brands that are known everywhere in the world. The We have <laughs> yeah. done a reset we have restructured the business where we are going to focus where there is going to be a team with a 10-year plan focusing just on dc we can believe we believe we can build a much more sustainable business and so the object is to grow the dc brand to grow the characters but it's also to protect the brand and that is what we are going to do going forward so which I, I, I want to jump in. So they had they had this con they had this giant earnings call on Thursday, yes. where where this came from, and that there's a graphic floating around out there of one of the slides that they used, and he was talking about Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, yep. but in that same line, like in that same line of franchises, was also Shark Week <laughs> and the 90 Day Fiance Universe. So like. I don't know who put the slides together or who told them to put the slides together, but I do need to say for my own sanity, the 90 day fiance universe is not on the same level to me as Superman. Absolutely not. Uh, I'm not even a Superman fan. I'm just trying to rep my pal Marcus here. Cause he'd be talking about that. Oh, uh, he absolutely would. You he know, would say, it, he would say, quote, you pissed away the best <laughs> Superman you were ever going to get. That's exactly what he would say. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Well, and it, it's just it, I don't know. It kind of feels like it just it feels like AT&T all over again of like, do you understand like what you have here? I don't think you do, because yeah. like you think all these brands are like equal or like, yeah. I don't know, like, and maybe that wasn't their intent, but when you make a slide and you make a row of like, these are the franchises we have, and it's not, what I thought was wild about that is that it wasn't the DC movie universe. It was just Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. So I was like, oh, a tough break for like Green Lantern and Shazam and Black Adam. Like, well, that's what I don't understand. Like you have Dwayne the Rock Johnson, yeah. who is like King Midas because everything he touched turns to gold somehow. True. It's true. And he has a movie that's coming out that had a huge reception at Comic-Con. Yeah. And he comes in and he's not even in that list. It, like, it was it was weird. This is going to be something we continue to monitor and <laughs> report on because this feels like everything. I, I, I would never want to work in that environment where I'm not sure with what I'm creating will ever be safe. Well, I think... You know, I, I think to like process all this information, I mean, like Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> when when Black Widow came out and it was streaming, like she threw she she threw a lawsuit out because she felt there was lost revenue on streaming, which I, I I'm not here out trying to defend the rich, but like from a earnings and labor like standpoint. Yeah, I think that's mm -hmm. fair if someone was in a similar situation, even if it was for less money. Um Leslie Grace, the position she's in, this movie isn't going to be released at all. So, like, what does that even look like for your contract? And what is the reverberations this is going to have with talent across right. the entire spectrum? Because if you are 
maybe some star with some weight that you can throw around. You have a fan base or you have a following or whatever that may be. You may decide you don't even want to work with HBO or any HBO products or any Discovery Plus Plus products because they're just going to shelve you for a tax rebate or tax write-off, whatever. Which Um, I don't like. No, I mean, like me, the naive artsy movie guys like you can't you, you, you can't write off art um which i get it this is a business and we've commodified it which is one of the reasons it's so big but at the same time you know I, like we've kind of reached this logical conclusion right of like people seeing movies and shows and art as like just content in yeah. quotation marks right it's just like well yeah. it's just content we're writing off the content. It's not a story. It's not a performance. That's, it's just like content. And that is what it's like to be like, if you listen to some, like if you listen to, this is the thing that's maddening. And I, yeah, I'm going to kind of sound like an old person. So please okay, everybody just, just yeah. stand with me for a minute. Let's do it. This is one of the things that I find so frustrating about talking to people who are like significantly <laughs> younger than me. And I mean, like, yeah more than 10 like 10 years younger than i am so like they're in there like 23 24 25 somewhere in that range and they have this thing of like especially if they're in the youtube space or if they're in the tiktok space or if they're in the instagram space they just will generally say like i'm gonna go out and make some content man and there's a part of me of like what the fuck does that even mean like right you're just gonna go make some content you're gonna do like what 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 type of content a book uh, uh like a like what are you making like it just i hate <laughs> i hate it i just i just hate that that's a thing i hate that i have to figure out what you're talking about i feel like such an alien to be like oh you're gonna make content good for you like, yeah just, like, and so to hear what and what's frustrating is to hear a big corporation yeah. talk about shows and movies and potentially books and other things that we really enjoy and say like, well, we just are in the content business. There's like a, those two things can't be on the same playing field. There has to be a different word because words matter. Like they have to be somewhat different. Right. Yeah. I I, I mean, I I think, well, and I think this is a result of this kind of streamer like arms race a little bit of like, it turned into it turned from Netflix being like, here's all this stuff you can watch on your computer, I guess. We'll check in on you every once in a while, right. but here's shit you can watch. And then everybody saw that that was the future. So it mm-hmm. became this like content arms race because it's not necessarily and we've talked about this before, but it's not necessarily the quality of no. the films and shows that are on these services. Like it's boasting about the next big thing or like the next you widely touted show because we've got a right. whole channel that's right. just Afia, office ambiance noises exactly enjoy and so it's just like when it gets all wrapped up like this i think this is one of the dire consequences that maybe some yeah. people saw coming like a mile away <laughs> um yeah i did not i did not i, I never not. thought a studio would be so bold or just shelve a $90 million movie. Uh, and to go back to your point, Doug, absolutely bonkers to me. They didn't even want to like try to hype it up for their own service for like a combined service yes. too. Uh, just, it ugh, seems to gross. me again. And I know I just criticized them and we just kind of were on them for like the content <laughs> wars type stuff. <laughs> I, 
I know that we kind of talked about that, but it seems to me that if you're launching launching a new streaming service, right? It seems to me, I don't know, having a big movie title like I don't know, Batgirl debut on what is Discovery Max, the new HBO Max right. Discovery Plus like hub, that seems to me to be more of a home run than being like do you enjoy watching uh wife swap enjoy yeah. 22 hours of wipe stuff swipe wipe swap right un uninterrupted um and so that is just insanity so um brian yeah anything else that you have about this particular piece of news before we pivot into the movie no i i think you know uh, shout out Shout out to every, like to the, the the cast and crew of Batgirl and all the other affected mm -hmm. properties. I I I would have loved to see it as a as a comic book fan. I yep. would have loved to see this. Uh, and as a Brendan I, Fraser fan, I would have loved to see what he I, brought to that. The idea we missed out on a Brendan Fraser like uh, on a Brendan Fraser villain just. I just that's yeah. like that's just that we'll never get that. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, just all the best to them. Hopefully yeah. there's better days ahead for everybody involved. But uh, DCWB, what are you doing? Stop yeah, it. What, just, what what are you doing? Just that's that's my I, final word, thing. I guess. Here's the thing. I don't want you necessarily. I don't want you to. I don't care if it's right or wrong. Just tell right. us what you're doing, because this feels like a. I just, I just, like, it feels like you're on a bender. Like, it feels like you're like, I drove to Vegas and I've, I've been up for 48 hours and I've got a gun. I can do anything. Like, it just, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Um, also, um, Roman, you don't need to come at me like that. Okay. I know. Dad, I, know I was trying to decipher this comment. We had dad in the chat. Like, I know oh. that I'm a dad and I know I don't understand the phrase of the youths are creating content out down the street. I know oh, I don't I understand mean, that. Look, which is fine. look I mean, everybody to wants me to hard. make content and be a star. Okay, Doug, right. that's how you do this. You don't go on American Idol anymore. You, you make a viral oh, hit tiktok I mean, video let's be real i wasn't gonna make it on american idol either i just wanted, <laughs> at least i knew where i wasn't gonna make it um so here's what we got so let's pivot on into our movie review and let's this week brian we got another um hulu treat yeah with did. the movie prey now this is the second movie that hulu has like released that is a hulu exclusive that has been pretty 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 enjoyable overall yeah, um, like, so, i would say like a big banner movie that was oh, well 100%. like i know they have other exclusives but this feels like the second time they've really hit it out of the park yeah they did a great job with this but um we're gonna get into that so here's your quick spoiler warning for prey we're gonna oh, talk yeah. about some things that we saw in this so if you want to avoid spoilers put a pin in it save this podcast watch the movie come back later um but we i'm gonna try to do my best barbershop summary for the movie prey <clears throat> so what had happened was you have this um i'm gonna make sure i use correct name names okay you have this comanche indian tribe that yes. is living in the great plains in the early 1700s 
and they are experiencing life on the Great Plains in the early 1700s of having to hunt and having to live off of the land in forms of like hunting, trapping, fishing, using herbs and things like that, use it for medicines. Um, And essentially, you get a pretty good life look into, from what I can understand, what it may have been like to be a Comanche Indian. um, Yeah, or Comanche, Comanche, I I think, hang on a second, I think the preferred, Comanche native population, I I think Comanche covers it. A Comanche, Yeah, what it's like to be Comanche. Sorry for my whiteness. Um, and so no, I had to look it up. I looked it up because I was like, I don't yeah. know, and I'm gonna find out. Yeah, we gotta I, gotta find yeah. this out. Comanche, um, from what I can tell, Comanche covers it. So what it's like to live as a Comanche. So where this kind of comes into interesting is we follow this one particular member of the Comanche, this particular Comanche tribe yeah. named Naru. And Naru it Naru is out hunting with her dog when she sees this big uh, event that happens in the sky that she takes to be a sign from the Thunderbird that she needs to like go out and go through the trial where she has to hunt something that is hunting her. And so she, she kind of says like, well, it must be this big lion, but all the while she's seeing signs that maybe it's not a lion and maybe there's something more dangerous. There's a skinned snake, the, feet the the tracks are much much bigger so there's a lot more here weighing some warning signs so what happens is we come to find that there is a predator yes and i and brian when i'm done with this did you know that there is a whole like sub fandom of different aliens surrounding the alien universe because the predator alien has a real life name so what? No, yeah. I did not know this. Put, I don't. I'll get distracted because I'll get. Oh, excited. I can't wait. I'm putting a pin in it. Um. So there is a. So anyway, so there's a predator there, and the predator is trying to look for the ultimate prey that will give it the best challenge, challenge, and the most glory before it goes yep. back to um, its home planet. Yeah. That, to be honest with you, is about it, because it. the majority no, the of movie. this movie is the interaction between the Predator, the Comanche, and also some very poorly bad-timed French trappers who show up out of nowhere and are literally just like, whoops, we are in the wrong place at the wrong time. (laughs) Yeah. So, and by the way, and one of their characters' name, in an homage to Brian, there's literally one character whose name is just Big Beard. Like I'm not, I'm not making it up. That's his real life name in the movie. Um, so that's that's pretty much the premise. Um, and Roman, yes, you are right. Yatuja is the name of the aliens that are the predators. I am what? not. Yeah, I'm not making this up. Wow. So before I'm learning, okay. Before I go down this rabbit hole, I do want to give everybody a rundown of the cast because Let's it's it. important. Amber Midthunder plays Naru. Dakota Beavers plays Tabe. Um, Dane Delagiro plays the the Predator. Stormy Kip plays Wasapi. Michelle Thrush plays Aruka. Um, Julian Black Antelope plays Chief Ketu, I think is how you say his last name. Um, And then Stephanie Mathias plays Sumu, which is the Chief's wife. Um, And then the miscellaneous French trappers are Bennett Taylor plays Raphael. Mike Patterson plays Big Beard and Nelson Lease plays Waxed Mustache. Again, these are real life That's names. That's incredible. These are real life names of the people who are in this movie. <laughs> um, and so 
overall, that's pretty much it. There's no real like box office because this was a Hulu movie, so we can kind of skip that whole side of yeah. things. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even track down a budget, Doug. Did yeah, you was, see anything? I didn't. Wasn't able to find a budget either. I Usually, either they're pretty easy to find, but I guess it's under sort of lock and key these days. But Brian, yeah. thoughts on uh, Prey? What'd you think, man? I, I mean, overall, like. I just I I was smitten with this movie because it, and also I know that I have like been at the the soapbox of like put everything on streaming mm-hmm. and this was the movie where I was like I I would have bought a ticket for this like uh, yeah I really wish they would have dual released this because I would have chose to see this in a theater even if it was streaming mm-hmm. um be, like mainly because you can tell this to me you can tell this movie was shot to be in a theater. So it had oh, this yeah. really big, like adventurous type of setting being in, set in the Northern Plains. I think it was Canada or like a Wyoming type it area. I couldn't really tell, but these beautiful scenic forests, these vistas of mountains, like just really putting you there and having the environment tell that story for you. And I also like the the other reason I love this movie was that this movie Man, Dan Trachtenberg, the director, just nailed yeah. showing and not telling with with this movie. And I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like you could be really lazy with that, and they weren't, and it, yeah. and it shows. And I just, I feel like this movie hit every mark it was supposed to. What about you? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bump up your comment about visuals. I have would have yeah. loved to see this movie in IMAX. Because oh I my feel gosh. like some of those sweeping vistas where they came in um, to really yeah. get you a lay of the land um, yeah. would have oh, been the sound alone too. Oh my have, gosh. And the sound alone would have been really awesome. Can you imagine during that, like <laughs> hunting the mountain lion scene, but in IMAX like that would have been, that yeah. would have been eerie to like sit through as an audience member. So I'm kind of with you. I'm almost to the point of like, I wish this was in theaters. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm happy that it came with my Hulu subscription. I, yeah. But I also am really hoping that it would have come out via uh, in a theater. So at least there was an option because this was a really, really fun watch from that angle. Oh, Um, absolutely. The other piece I want to kind of like I'm excited about is that from what I can read from what I've read in the research that I did, Mm -hmm. this was really an opportunity to really highlight and to bring forward the Comanche way of life because. Yeah. All of the actors that were that played um, Native Americans in this movie, they played they were Comanche. Um, They spoke Comanche. They like all of it top to bottom. They even went so far as there is a Comanche cut of this movie somewhere where when they when they initially were filming it, they spoke in Comanche. And then they were like, audiences are having a hard time following it, switching back and forth so much. So we're going to do one big Comanche cut. And then we're going to yeah. do an English cut. So there is another version of this wow. movie quote now. And it's really, really cool. Well, and I saw on Twitter, I mean, there were a lot of people recommending that just to watch it in Comanche and then just do dubs like the subtitles. Yeah. And I kind like after I finished the movie, I saw that feedback after I had finished the movie. And I was like, yeah. honestly, you could absolutely do that. And, oh, and you don't even absolutely. need, you don't even need the subtitles for some of it. Like you need to, you need it for some of the context clues mm-hmm. of like, I'm going over here, you're going over there. But I mean, again, this movie does such a good job telling its story without, without 
telling yeah. you what's happening that you could easily watch this in the Comanche native language and you're going to know what's going on. Absolutely. Like, it was, it was, that was just a really, really cool like nod and a really yeah. cool intention behind like making it of like wanting to make sure that those things um, are there. So yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's absolutely one of those things that I really, really enjoyed. Um, yeah. I think another piece that's really kind of like cool to explore is just, the, the like the whole like the fact that there's a female lead i really liked like yeah. i thought that was a really cool choice like i never yeah. would have ex i didn't expect that i certainly didn't ex excuse me didn't expect that going into it but i really yeah. liked all of the visuals on that front too i thought was really good i mean the, i i don't think enough good things can be said about amber mid thunder i mean like she yeah. I, I mean she nailed it like I, I don't even i i don't know a more eloquent way to say it but i mean this is a very physical role this is a very oh yeah intensive like con like you're doing a lot with your face but you're not always talking um i mean i i know we already said spoilers but yeah, i mean spoilers i mean like you're looking a lot of the time you're just looking at her eyes and like how she's analyzing the situation mm -hmm. and i feel like one of the other things with that is this movie does such a good job of being like, yup, here's this Comanche woman and she's going toe to toe with a predator. And how is she even going to have like an upper hand or how is she even going to yeah. confront this predator? And it shows that through all of her con like her concentration, her training and like her knowledge of the terrain. And I like, there's not a lot of ways to convey that except for her reacting to it. Um, okay. And a lot of the time too, like she's not reacting to like other people. Like it's just her. Like I yeah. can't imagine how many takes there were of just like, okay, uh, you see a bear. You, like you, I, I can't imagine what that process must have been like. Okay, with all, okay, so much. Okay, imagine there's a predator over there. Okay, go. <laughs> like that's 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 odd. We're gonna try Marcus one more time. He says he might be ready in our private chat. So let's try this. And oh, see if okay. He shows up. So talking about prey. So Marcus. Hello. Oh, Marcus, oh. we hear you over here. We heard Is you it... from the. We heard you from the upside down. How are from you? The other side. Listen, I have no camera. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Miles has been helping me with a rinky dink setup. That's but fine. I am here. Oh, and another wow. thing. Another thing. WB is a piece of shit. And I just really just want to like, you know what I'm saying? I really want to just take this time. No, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Marcus I'm kidding. was on. Imagine being imagine listeners for a moment as before we get back to the movie being like, imagine your favorite thing, whether that's movies or comics <laughs> or bicycles and having your two friends talk about the thing that you love, but not being able to say anything about it <laughs> anything i was listening and y'all handled it very well especially about you know everything revolving Bat batgirl and the diversity and stuff i don't want to take away from this movie um because okay. i did watch it so i just yeah. kinda wanna, i'm gonna hop in i'm gonna get in Please. yes so so marcus hopping in what did you so what were some things you liked about the movie I, you know i, I yeah i really want to reiterate the leads in this movie okay um you know, first of all, diversity. Haha, that's always a great one. So yeah, yeah. And and being a and being a Comanche woman lead, I think is fantastic. Sure. And it fits to the story of this. But what I really, really like, I think I may be reaching here, but there are parallels in the story that's being told. Okay. okay? Ooh, I, 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 I was feel, hoping we'd get into this. I feel as if while she was looking for her big hunt. 
the predator was sent here for his big hunt. And oh. here's why I say that, right? Because, and maybe it was obvious to everybody who was watching, but when he gets dropped off in the beginning, you see a ship come down, mm-hmm. and the predator yep. is sent with basically only his basic essentials as far as weaponry is concerned. Because we've seen these predators before, sure. and we know yeah. that their technology is way more advanced than what we've seen here, right? Yes. So if, it felt like this predator was a little bit more... Uh, not as not as courageous and bold as we've seen in the past where those predators weren't scared of nothing he was really mm-hmm. using his tools he was hunting these smaller creatures really trying to make sure that you know i'm the predator they're the prey yeah and so those two storylines being aligned simultaneously of her first big hunt and his first big hunt and then her coming out on top i just really like that a lot i I appreciate that because I kept thinking that every time like throughout the movie of like, there's gotta be, this is like the stories of the two people going through the same thing and just it being a little bit different. Um, Because yeah, I, that's, that's a great point. I kind of picked up on that a little bit too, but I appreciate that a hundred percent. Oh yeah. You know, that's Uh, all. That's what I'm here. The ghost from podcast past from, from the upside (laughs) down. Yeah. So I do, I do think this is a good time. For me to mention the other piece of this that I really enjoyed, which is if you are a fan of Alien versus Predator or the oh, Alien man. universe, that I, for lack of a better word, if you're a fan of that and you are, this movie has a ton of throwbacks. There, to, there's a lot of Easter eggs here. There's a lot of Easter eggs. Some of them are like super obvious, like when her brother says, "If it can bleed, if it bleeds, we can kill it," which is a quote from the Arnold original Predator movie. Oh, yeah. um, and then, or the gun that she's shooting is a nod to Predator Two in the gun that um, <laughs> D- D- Donald Glover, D- no, Danny Glover, D- Danny Glover gets um, in Predator Two. Um, there's all sorts of this, but. What I will did you say, just call him Donald Glover? I, that's really hilarious. I didn't mean to, but I I <laughs> yeah, went that's with why I that's, jumped that's in. really. I was like, I was like, it's a D name. Go with Donald, and that's this is a not... this is America. I'm imagining Donald Glover, Danny Glover, doing Danny Glover, doing Donald... <laughs> <laughs> trying to hunt a predator. That's hilarious. But here's the thing. So, the name of the alien that is the predator, what we're calling the predator, is Yaucha. And they are more colloquially known as the Predators or Hunters. I am getting this from avp.fandom.com. So there are people who Roman has confirmed. He has confirmed this. In our chat. It is actively written this way. And so they typically come to Earth for one of two reasons. Either for honor or for sport. And this is all according to this other, like, like this... This whole like deep <laughs> fandom that exists within the alien and pre- predator universe. So he came down here, brought Marcus, for the exact reason that you said that he did. Didn't even know that. That's really funny. It, That's really hilarious. And yeah, I, gosh, I, I don't know. Like, there's also a part of me, like, I know the predator mythos is very fluid. Like, I know yes. there's not, it's not like anything is in stone. Um, no. But like, I can't help. And there's a lot of parallels here, but the, the predator, like the, I, I can't, I'm not going to say the alien race. That's, name. You I'm sorry. You I can just do say that the predator. Right the predator, as it is referred to in the movie. Um, I think it's just kind of funny how it starts, but it's fine. Fu- it's fine. I just kind of chuckled to myself. I'm like, what if like, this is like their version of like, 
big game hunting. You yeah. know, like how some people just kind of boast about like, hey, yeah. hey, I, I went to this place and killed this exotic animal. And like, yep. is that is that what they're doing? Like, are they just getting strapped for like a long weekend on Earth as they hunt I things? Mean, that's what um, it feels like. I guess, you know, so. I, or, uh, you know, anyway, I, I have a lot of theories about this. I'm sure they could maybe be answered by the wiki, but um, it, I, I oh. liked the one design thing I liked about the Predator was that it wasn't it like it was bare bones essential. Like because no, the yeah. laser thing on its head, it wasn't a laser. It was like straight was up. metal. Yeah, yeah yep. they're like straight up metal darts. Um, it was like a bone mask, which I thought was metal. Hell, That's like, that the was the most metal thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. I really I like that because my assumption was they have to earn the laser piece Ooh, and I like the it. metal mask in order to like where like you know how she became the war chief or her brother also became right. the war chief. Oh sure. They have to go through the same rite of passage of no, you don't get this yet until you can learn how to hunt with yeah. the bare essentials. Yeah. Yeah. Or alien technology bare essentials. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. other part, I mean, if you really want to dive into this wiki, and maybe I'll include a link to it, like on our Facebook oh, and our Twitter pages. Speaking this of will... wikis, I have, I am one to have enjoyed a Smallville wiki fandom page when the show was like up and popping. Well, then this, like, this <laughs> weird. So shout out to my wiki users. The non this might be up. This might be up your alley because this will get into like. The, their culture and their their sexual habits and their what? traditions no, and no, their how big or no, little they are. No, I, I, I shit you not. I as I didn't know honest, this existed. As honest as a heart attack. This is this is something that is in real life that is written that is in the internet that you can find if that is your. I'm You're, not if that's your boat that you need floated, <laughs> that's that's where it's at. I'm not mad that it exists. I'm just I, I mean, of course it does. Of course it does. Right. But here's here's the piece of this. Here's the other piece of information about this, and it is predator adjacent. It's prey adjacent. <laughs> so according to this wiki, now I have not confirmed this, but according to this wiki, the first predator suit was designed. With one particular actor in mind to be inside the Predator suit. So we are talking back to the original Arnold movie. Okay. Would either of you like to guess who the person in that suit might have been? I feel like the build of that person. Is this okay? Black or white? It's a white person. (laughs) Okay. I feel like this is somebody who's been direct opposite of Schwarzenegger before. Okay. And I, I know this. What is the guy's name? Oh, I, I think I know. Thinking, I keep thinking Dick Van Dyke. No, what was the name of uh, are you, the... Um, are you thinking Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren, him. Oh, yeah, he, he's exactly who I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, Brian, is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, that's that's who I was thinking of. Marcus, you might have been thinking of the person Jean-Claude Van Damme, who no. the suit was originally no. designed it. to be okay. worn yep. by. Okay. No way! And according no way. to this wiki... The issue was is that and they wanted him because he was a they were like, oh, we could make the predator like a ninja, like who has like they has karate skills. But here's the reason why. One, the suit had terrible mobility because the exoskeleton was like hard. It was it was harder, so it didn't bend at all. And secondly, they were like, you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers and Jesse Ventura in this. The predator's going to look so small. So they were like, nope, <laughs> That's a great point. he's out. And That's so a great point. 
Yeah, I gotta be honest. This this whole wiki that I have done, like I have gone into, yeah. has been incredible to be able well, to like learn. More I don't know about. anything about the history of Predator. So, well, I'm I mean, not gonna say anything, but they've been very scarce with the information you get about. That all we know yes. is they pop down to Earth, they get to hunting, and then sometimes they also hunt aliens. And it's yeah, like, yes. all right, well, that's cool. Well, like Prometheus gave us some of the alien background, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The only here's the only thing that I can really like gather from all of it, which is that point. Ooh, Roman has a comment. So in AVP, they would breed the aliens oh, to hunt since that. they provided the best challenge after making a kill. The predator would mark itself with Xeno with the xenomorph poison. That is, I do remember incredible. that because it marked its face. So AVP was yeah. the very first predator yep. and alien movie I've ever seen. Which yeah. is wow. So, okay. So I had I didn't know anything about it, and I think yeah. when that movie came out. I was old enough to kind of have some type of basic understanding of what was going on in the movie. Right. Okay. But I do remember it marking itself with the acid of the blood from yep. the alien whenever it did do the hunt. But yeah. other than that, I don't know anything. All I know is it pops down and gets the killer. Yeah, I mean, yep. I saw the one where the ship landed in Colorado. I feel like that was Alien versus Predator That's, 2. Is that the new one? That's uh, that might have been the most recent. I saw that when it came out in the theater. So that, I've seen, yeah, I've seen that, that might one. have been the other one. Um, I've seen that. that one is absolutely campy. I, that I'm is smiling talking about it. Yeah, but this is. I mean, it's yeah. This is this. I mean, I feel like this is an example where they've done a good job, like building the like the sort of mythology yes. around it, because they've never really forced anything and been like, well, we have to spell it out. They've just been yeah. like, nope. These aliens come down. They either hunt these other aliens or they right. hunt people and it's all for sport or for challenge like enjoy well, um and, and it was such a logical progression too yes of like it lands and it's like ha i see this snake and it's hunting this mouse or yeah. bunny I'm oh that was the other the thing snake. yeah <laughs> i'm the ape and then it was like wait a minute there's a bear like it just it had this very nice logical yeah. I don't know. Well, I and, really liked that pattern and how they built up to it, even though well, it was very simple and predictable. And the other thing that I really enjoyed about it is that, like, it never focused on the prey, which is the right. reason why, in the end, that was its downfall was not it was when you only focus on the hunter, like the hunter, like you forget that the prey is equally as dangerous. Right. And so because the example is, Brian, it only went after the bear was because the bear was hunting her. Right. And so it, it was like a concern with the bear before that. Yeah, it was. It right. didn't care about the bear before that. It cared it about the like bear that. once it looked like it could have been something that was either like worth a challenge or even like potentially a threat. And then she even says that at the end, she was like, you're going to look yep. like you're aggressive. It's going to come after you and it's going to forget that I'm even here. Yep. And that's that that once she once she figures that out, this whole movie becomes such a fun cat and mouse game at the end of it. Like oh, really, yeah. really fun. Where did y'all scale this movie on like a one to five? Um, as I a probably, whole, I, and, and go ahead. And 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 I want I give me a rating as a movie in general, and then give me a rating as a movie on Hulu because I I, I kind of want to get into oh. that conversation okay. because how well does this movie do in the theaters in versus Hulu? I think yeah. this movie does well in theater. I would say as I a I would say as a movie, I would say I mean, I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was like such it was the timing was perfect. It wasn't too long. It didn't make you 
it didn't waste any time getting to the investigation of what's going on. Yeah. I mean, this runtime was like what an hour forty. Ba- I think it was barely. I think that. it was like an hour thirty actually. Yeah. I watched it on the drive. Long. So I think this movie's a four on a one to five. Like as a movie, as a Hulu movie, I mean, it's a four point nine. Like it's as close to five as possible. Yeah. If the bellwether is, I'm very curious where Brian has this in relation to Fresh because I think this is better than Fresh. Ooh, you're making me pit my two faves against That's hard. Yeah, yeah. Fresh yeah, is an right. original, though. Well, yeah. so is Prey, but I feel like that's, yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, it's an original, is. but, like, it also, it has the backing of an entire franchise, yet it's not. It has context. It doesn't feel like a franchise movie. You can no, go into this yeah. not knowing anything about Predator and have an enjoyable time. Would um, you have watched that and felt the same? If it wasn't a predator and it was just another alien hunting movie, oh, I mean, I think I would have felt exactly the same. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't need it to be capital P trademarked predator for <laughs> to have a good time here. I mean, like, I, I, I guess for me, if I'm gonna get cut to your question, this is a this is a four like this is a four movie for me in general and a four movie. On Hulu, I do think Fresh edges it out only because I I, I thought it was a very uh, good take um, on a horror movie, um, and where where Prey is like it, it it like it's good, it is it is fantastic, but it wasn't it wasn't going to get to the highs of Fresh, but it's a good like it's solid the yeah. whole way through, and I can't say that about every action movie I've seen. That's true. Yeah, That's I true. mean. It kept you, I mean, it kept you enthralled. And that's usually the trouble with like action movies is sometimes the action feels really with bad, with bad action movies. Right. I feel like action that comes in is it's like, there's no reason that they would need to ride their motorcycle right that like that. Or <laughs> this is, this is really far fetched. There's no portion of the action in this that feels like out of place or far fetched. Like it all feels very well, right where it should be in it. And it, it it has weight to it. Like mm-hmm. you feel these hits, you feel this like sense of like, oh, like I don't know how this is gonna go. Um, where where you have these other action movies where it's like, I'm gonna pull out Uncharted, I'm gonna pick on Tom Holland because he's yeah. a Marvel target. Yeah. Like, I just rewatched that yesterday. Did you did you I watched it this yeah, week? I Netflix. watched it this weekend and like you look at Uncharted and it's just like, yeah, like there's some cool stuff happening here, but it's like it's so I'm not going to say forced, but yeah, it's a little disconnected. Like it really does feel like they have these set pieces and the only reason they're doing stuff is to get to the next set piece. Like it's just not, it's not fun to get there. There's not witty banter. There's not memorable lines. There's not. Whereas prey is like, we're going to strip all of that out. Here is Amber mid thunder versus the predator. And it's hunting her. And like, that's it. Like that's, just go. Um, whereas Uncharted it just kind of felt like it. I, I know I'm it couldn't get out of its, oranges. It couldn't but. get out of its. I mean, again, I think there's something to be said, and we say this with movies like when it's like even if it's like plot points, if they don't flow together well, they it can create a disjointed experience and your story becomes lost. I think the same thing is true here when it comes to action sequences, where it is if they don't flow together well, the yeah. movie feels very disjointed and disconnected. So I think that's a great point. Marcus, where did you rank this? Like, what did you put this at? Okay. Because of my experience, I, I was watching it in the van on my phone. 
That's right on. I love so that. So for me, as Martin Scorsese intended, yes. yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. He would love me right now. The, Aca- um, the Academy is sending you the check. Just for doing <laughs> right you know now. what? It's about time. Uh, yeah, it is. But I rank it as a three right now. Okay, because I yeah. need to rewatch it on a bigger screen and in a different environment. And, and it's because like I'm watching it and I'm engaged and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. But in the back of my head, I'm like, that would look so much better on a bigger screen. Yo, oh, sure. I, yep, I said I similar that. comments when we started. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yep. Yeah. It's, and and so as a Hulu movie, I, I do think it's more, it's a four, 4.5, you know, close to a five. Yeah. I don't think it's, I agree with Brian. I don't think it's better than Fresh because Fresh felt like something, no pun intended, fresh. <laughs> we, um, I know. I was trying to avoid the word, but I was like, nah, yeah, there's no avoid. I should have gone for I it. I feel like I, don't, I thought. You should have just gone for it. I would have backed it up a thousand percent. But I, I did I did enjoy this movie. Um, I do see why it got the big rave and reviews because first of all, your leads are amazing and all that. So it's 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 up there for me. Yeah. Uh yeah. something I something that I two things that came came to my mind immediately. The first one was the language speaking and when it came yes. to subtitles, subtitles, and I wanted to see how y'all felt about it right yeah i didn't it's not a problem but when they're speaking the comanche speaking english okay mm-hmm. and i don't know how historically ac- accurate that is during that time period but the comanche speaking english the frenchman spoke french the entire time and oh. i didn't get any subtitles so I, I also did not so i don't know if there was ever any translation to what the frenchmen were like there was assumptions but it really, I, I kind of enjoyed that because I felt like I was her. As if, like, I don't yeah. understand what's going on. And the only person speaking English is this one dude. Yeah. And and it's like, other than that, I'm lost. I don't understand nobody yes. but my people and my, my yes. language and my people. Yes. I don't yeah, know that's... what that experience was like for you all. I oh, kind of it... got the same thing. Like, I didn't even yeah. think that they were speaking English. I think the only reason why it was English was because they were speaking Comanche and they needed to make it so we could understand it. Yeah. That's, that's okay. I thought I, that I thought that too. Yeah. When I was watching this, I was like, the only reason why this is in English is because right now they're speaking Comanche, but in terms of like the audience perspective, we need to be in the same fold that they are. Yeah. Um, and I got it when the Frenchman said, do you need me to speak Comanche? And that's when he, she could understand him. And that's when it was in English. Yep. So that's where it really solidified that point for me. Yeah, I mean, it was properly disorienting. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was one of the more effective, like, narrative cinematic tools I've seen in a while of, like, Mm -hmm. you need to be in her position and how frightened she is that there's a bunch of beardy, fat, like, Mm gun-toting men talking around her, and she has no idea what they are going to do with her. And then, uh, like... Like essentially, this one guy's like, "Hey," and she's like, "I don't even know if I can trust you." Like that's the vibe that happens there. So like, um, I really loved like the 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 how they characterize that scene because you immediately felt that fear within three to four seconds, and nobody had to tell you to be scared. Like it wasn't no. like, "Here are the yeah. French trappers; they will try to catch." Like it was all done so well through the performance, mm-hmm. and they didn't, and no white thing. saviors. Oh, you nope. just, just what I was going to no, say no is white no white savers. savers. You didn't do that thing where suddenly they came and they bailed you out. It was like, nope, yep. they are they are she just taught, as much the enemy as the predator is. He taught them. He taught her how to use the gun in exchange for the medicine. She used him as bait. The big fat yep. guy, she cut off his leg and used him as bait. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Like, not, not to be offensive, but 
we get that all the time where it's like, well, maybe we can befriend and we're all in it. Like, no, yeah. no, no, no. There may be a bigger enemy, but also yes. you're still an enemy because at the end of the movie, she right. walks up to her, she walks up to the village and she says, she walks up to her, you know, her community and says, yeah, there's a, there's danger coming afoot. We need to get somewhere else and be better protected. And she ain't talking yeah. about no alien. She talking well, about <laughs> the white men with guns. Yes. And I the mean, other thing I really appreciated was the level of, painting the what they did with 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 her with the way she hunted and the way that the predator hunted mm-hmm. painted mm-hmm. it this hunting as a level of respect between predator and prey of yes. like i'm not going to take you down because you have your leg in a trap i'm going to cut the trap right let you get ahead and then the hunt is on again mm-hmm. and i feel like what they did a really good job is they painted this picture when they used um, her and her brother as bait they said this is a dis- like see this this is a shitty way to hunt and this is why right. it goes south for them really fast because right. this is not the way this is not the way like this is not yeah. what you should be doing this is a dishonorable way and to try to, that's, to win that's how you hunt does not mean that that is the way that the hunt is always going the men use them as bait because that's what hunters do but for well, yeah. them that wasn't their way to hunt. So obviously that didn't make sense. Like she talked about the beaver. Yeah. 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 I, I, I thought that that was like an incredible point and an incredible sort of like, if we're reading into a movie about an alien that hunts Comanche <laughs> in 1716, <laughs> if we're looking for a message, that's an yes. incredible message. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel there's a lot of parallels you can make with like an invade, like between the French trappers and a predator, like oh, yeah. a, a, from the Comanche point of view, both of these parties have come to like a place where they live. They're Ooh. doing whatever they want there. Uh, the predator is basically taking natural resources in the form of animals. Like he's not eating them. He's just purely eliminating them. For his own self gain, you could say the same for the French trappers uh, and even gets to a point of just like occupying the land that they they live on, like that is affecting Uh their own survival. So, I mean, like, I feel like there's a ton of parallels you can make between the predator and the French trappers. And I, I think one of the best parts of the movie is how it just it demonstrated how much like the white folks coming to like the North America coming to North America just relied on like the technology and like their own power structures Mm -hmm. to get stuff done. Because as soon as the predator figured out what was going on with them during their confrontation and he's like, he had his shield and they all shot at him and then they all reload at the same time. Mm -hmm. That was an incredible moment of like, Oh wow. They're like way too self-reliant on this technology where you have Amber mid thunder, just like, she 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 found a way to make herself retrieve her hatchet, which is just dope as hell. Well, um, and Brian like, to that, you know, Brian to that point, I feel like you even then confirmed that by saying when you take away the predator's technology by him yeah. losing his mask at the end, yes, they're on the same playing field, and she comes out ahead because oh, yeah. she knows the environment, she knows how to use. Her surroundings to her advantage. So 100%. you take away the technology, and they would have been on the same playing field. This is a because trying... it's not about hunting; it's about survival. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred um, yeah. percent. The second thing was I like the potential setup for maybe a sequel. 
Yep. Or maybe oh, the next man. Predator movie during the end credit scene. I don't know if anybody paid attention to the wall art um, that was in there. I, I did not. Tell I me everything. Not. So they do the traditional like cave art style yeah. credit, mm-hmm. roll, credit roll. And what you see in it is she, it's her, it's a stick figure, which is assumingly um, our, our character lead, Nanu, Nanu. And mm-hmm. she has the stick and the dog is next to her in, in the stick form. But then you see drawings of several alien ships coming down. Oh. And so okay. as they returned and it's her facing, it's like her looking up to the skies um, at the alien ships as they return. So, you know, Interesting. I, don't, I don't know if they do a direct sequel or they just kind of give you context into, oh, you killed one of ours. Of course, they're going to come back. Because how many times has an alien come and faced the humans and lost? Because then that's got to be a problem. Well, right, but- it doesn't seem like it happens very often because it happened in 1716, which is the movie we just watched, mm-hmm. and she won. Yeah, and then it doesn't happen happen again until Schwarzenegger in what 1986. Mm-hmm. So then, that's then again, okay. then again. that's a hundred years later, and then Danny Glover happens, and I feel like they work together for a hot second, and then because I've never seen Predator Two, and so which I probably should. Um, so oh I don't know what it can't exactly remember the context. And then I think in alien versus predator, um, the humans, win. the humans win that one to an extent, but yeah. even then not in a one-on-one right. style environment. So really twice. Yeah. So what, at what point is it? For, we only see one predator at a time. I, I, I think for the most part, when it comes to hunting. Yeah. So at yeah. what point, if this was, I'm thinking if it was America, right? America the ghetto. I'm, I'm happy to be in a place <laughs> where I have the freedom of speech to say these things, but um, <laughs> America the ghetto, right? Yeah. If we were attacked by singular groups on a regular occasion, we would then up and engage in war. Full on war. Oh, okay. So Ooh. at what point do we get the full invasion of aliens coming to Earth being like, you keep beating us one on one? I think Okay. Or am I'm I overthinking gonna, it? I'm I, gonna I'm gonna read between the lines and I'm yeah. going to engage in this question. Okay. <laughs> here's 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 how I read between the lines. Okay. Because every time they come down here, they are looking for like glory, they're looking for the ultimate prey that will give them the highest challenge. It will never result to war because they know that if they came down in an army, they would slaughter everybody. Like, yeah. so I feel like it's a, we don't right. ever get that because we are so beneath them, like technologically that they don't even see it as a challenge. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I well, And I, I feel like, I don't know the way that I understand predator. And like, <laughs> I'm also like informing this from like the first movie predators and AVP. It's like, it's like the hunt is their religion. Like yes. that, like it's all about the hunt. Like they, they wouldn't see to me, they wouldn't see like an invasion as like, that's not a hunt. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's not fair or something like in right. their own yeah. weird rules is my assumption. But I also feel like I'm going to have to dive <laughs> into the wit. I'm going to have to dive into the I, wiki. I, I mean, like I also, but to your point though, Marcus, I also do feel like there's a point like, there's a point here where the predator's like, you know what? Enough of this bullshit. Like, I want two laser things on my helmet. I want like a triple helmet. I want, 
Oh, I'm it, Ro, Roman's. We got some something from the chat here. Roman says, in AVP, one human survives and teams up with the remaining yeah. predator to beat the aliens. She's, so, the, she's the black the black lady. Yes. The black lady teams up with the staff or some type of yes, weapon. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I remember a little bit. Not so, bit. like, I don't know. I do have to imagine the predators get to a point, though, where they're just so frustrated about, like, all right, you know what? No, we're like, we're just... We're, bring everything like grenade launcher arms, bring like shark everything. fin feet. Like, I don't care. Like, we are like laser lost, chest. I don't you know. You lost to a Comanche, a big buff <laughs> white man. You lost to an old black man. You lost to a younger <laughs> black woman. So, like, at some point, I feel like it's just like he I mean, wasn't any Adrian Brody gets involved. And neither was Morgan morning. Freeman. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to like, say, he's not like, old at the time. I mean, he wasn't old when the second one came out. So, yeah, I, I mean, Topher Grace, <laughs> Topher Grace, and Walt Goggins get involved. Like, yeah. I mean, the Predators are they're they're ready. Like, they're they're probably ready to to up their game. Yeah, they here. can handle our B squad. Mm. <laughs> oh, geez. it's always a random group of people that got to fight the Predators too, right? It's always yeah, like, not the the best of the best. Of, and you think we'd be prepared by now? Well, it feels like video. It feels like video game team up rules. It's like okay, yeah. we have a witty yeah. teenager. Yeah, it female, does. Doesn't matter. We have old guy. We have <laughs> middle aged guy who middle aged person who's trying to get back to their family, and then the lead who is they're just trying to do the right thing. So it's yeah. like those like four yeah. or five people. Well, yeah. this is where I'm gonna say watch Predators, the 2010 Predators movie. That's a good movie, and it's like kind of almost a whodunit. But I'm gonna then, have like, to. I'm gonna have predators. to watch these and rank them. That's the yeah. what's, that's what's happening now. Like, honestly. Like Predator 2 is like a little weird because like it doesn't follow the formula of like I feel like the Predator movie formula is like here's a genre film, but then the back half of it is like, but what if everybody died because of a Predator <laughs> alien? Like I feel like that's <laughs> the main formula for Predator movies. So in that vein, I do want to say if Hulu, if you're listening, here's my three ideas and you can have them for free. Whoa, whoa, just Brian, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't just give, it away give them free. away for free. Like, don't just all I'm give saying, them away. Okay, I'm going to say like bring me in, okay? But I'm just yeah. saying like, just Consulting think about it. Like, like sorority sister getaway, but then a predator shows up <laughs> and then they have to figure out how to kill the predator. Um, like samurai or no, not yeah, samurai predator. <gasps> That's all. That's all. Like, like in feudal Japan. And then the last one, um, it totally escaped me. But red tails, but with a predator. <laughs> yes, yes. Why not? Yeah, I was gonna so. say. I was. I was gonna say. Um, a a a divine nine retreat, but then a predator shows up. <laughs> that is so random to have a bunch of fraternity, uh, historically black college university divine mm-hmm. nine. Oh yep. my fighting a predator okay i think oh. i think it would be incredible jesus i, I was gonna say civil war predator i feel like <laughs> has a lot of potential that has like, a lot of potential i what i'm happy to direct that for like for like half the fee you paid dan trachtenberg he's you great go to, you go to the past you have to go to the future like where's the future predator oh my god well, what i was gonna say is what if you the like that future predator is you flip the script and somebody like from somebody from <laughs> Earth goes to their planet and tries to hunt one of and them just messes them up and you call it you call it predator hyphen payback. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that is <laughs> that is the title of the movie. You so, you know as soon as we step foot on that planet, they are destroying whoever. They, they like are. yeah, they're they're ultraviolet sensors. Never, that's like, like that's like me seen. walking into a KKK meeting and then being surprised <laughs> when they all turn around. <laughs> that's dangerous. Okay, Roman. How much fucking predator knowledge do you have? Wait, Roman there made the two, wiki. There are two main factions of predators, and they're in a blood. Of course, they're in they a blood, feud? blood feud. You know, I Where think we, Roman. How did you learn all of this information? I need wow. to know. I'm impressed. So you know what we might have to do? I'm interested. Have Roman on the podcast. We <laughs> might have to do a a watch of all of the predator movies, a watch and ranking of all the predator movies, and we have sold. Roman on as a guest. I'm sold. Say nothing. Say don't say anything oh, else. I Quit did. digging your head oil. <laughs> He says too much in the chat. Because <laughs> all right, there's the bad, there's the bad Predator movie that I like. It's is the reason that makes me want to pump the brakes here. It's just the Predator, and it's not good. I've I've seen half of it. It's not just Brian's not. on. He's on board until you get to that movie, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's like I mean, me with minute three. I was like, all right, that's, a <laughs> that's well, incredible. I mean, uh, it's uh, there's so much happening here. I mean, and and AVP Requiem. I, uh, oh wow! Oh yeah, I remember that one. Remember every, do you remember when every movie was put in Requiem at the end of their titles? So yeah. I mean, uh, that and that movie that it gets uh, th- that opens with a child getting a face hugger to the like the face. So oh god! That's, yeah, yeah, that's All what right. I remember from that movie. I'm um, an anyway. that, I'm I'm an only child that had too much time. I get it, man. Yo, Roman, yeah. it, I relate. So what you're, so what you're saying is, is that Predators is to you what Star Wars is to Brian. That's, that's like that's the, vibe the vibe I'm getting, I'm getting, and I love it because <laughs> fine with. I yeah. love, like, I love people talking about these like super intricate like hobbies that like 100%. have no. Like it's board. not you're not doing it for money. It's like no, I just really, I just really enjoy Predator. it. Yeah, I need yeah. like know... being Superman. Whenever yeah. somebody tells me about Superman's yeah. secret identity, I, all I want to respond with, I just want to respond with Kryptonian glasses. But just, I don't do it. I have to restrain myself yeah. every single time. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, gentlemen, good... anything else that you all would like to say about Prey before we close things out? Yeah, man. WB is just a shit show right now, man. I just don't know what to do, man. Just... I mean, you're not wrong. The, the Rock as a consultant? Uh, yes. We didn't even, Mar- Marcus. We didn't, we didn't even, even get into t- that. We didn't even touch on it because we we're knew gonna that we're going to have to do the next episode. We're like, going to have to touch. Well, and we're that's gonna... the thing is, more of this is going to come out. So, but no, this movie is great. I think you, I think you absolutely should watch it. And of course, it makes me want to watch more Predator Hit me too. movies. Because yeah, like, me too. Yeah, why not? Don't overthink it. Just enjoy the movie. I'm glad that this movie is not getting a a, a review bomb just because it's a native woman in yeah also glad um, for that so you know just go out there and enjoy the movie you know what i mean absolutely well i mean like i can't think of a lot of movies with this type of cast and like this type of focus on a native lead so like i i i i think it's wonderful for that too because it's stuff that i haven't seen and stuff that i that i get to learn i have not been exposed to comanche culture so i think like this is a great place like i've already started learning more stuff as we've been doing the podcast so like that has been a great gateway to that yeah Um, to go along with that i also was watching uh started watching reservoir dogs i mean nope reservation dogs yeah reservation dogs right 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 before this and um and 
while while I've been on vacation, and that show is really good, and it made me just have a different appreciation of like we should do more of this. You know, when yeah. I say diversity, it's not just the black and white of it all. Like I'm talking full intersectionality, the full gambit and spectrum of it all. Like let's introduce some new cultures in there and how they would interact with this thing because she mentions in the movie trying to describe what the alien looks like. She mentions it looks like a childhood story that was told before. Oh, yeah. That means they ran into it before. And I was like, oh, yeah. like I would love to hear the history of that and that would have been dope. So just you yeah. know, I enjoyed that a lot. Well and I, I think I think we can we're at a point in time where we've seen like some success on this front where you get things like I'm gonna kind of put this all in one big basket. So you like mm. Miss Marvel did a great job. This yeah. did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like reservation dogs did a good has done a great job like all of these things are doing good jobs at highlighting components of culture whether that's now or whether that is years ago whether that's hundreds of years ago so i feel like we're at this point where it's like you can do it and it not be like a look at all the culture we put in the movie it can Uh be very you know subtle where you can appreciate the movie and have shit go right over your head or you pick up on it and you like Brian said, you learn something new. Like, I don't think I want Hollywood and I want people to make more, take more risks like this because I think we need to keep trying and some are going to work and some are going to fail and they're going to fail big, but we got to keep trying it because it's important in the long run. No cap. Yep. All right. Um, anything. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Especially you WB. We're looking at you. Um, (laughs) Gentlemen, anything that you all would like to plug this week for the pod? No, thanks for letting me hop on late. Never, That's totally always... fine. We are just happy you're here. Hey, you know what? We're flexible. You know, everybody, yeah. people got stuff going on. What yeah. you couldn't you couldn't clear your schedule a hundred percent to talk about this movie on Hulu? You had you had more important things to do, like drive safely, I, get out of here. Yeah, you were I with was, your family. I was sweating trying to get to this podcast because I wanted Aww. to just talk with the guys. Well, I'm so glad you made it. Well, anytime is good time. Uh, I, I mean, as always, go to thelovenerds.com. All of your 100%. lifestyle, cooking needs. Okay. Uh, my wife runs it. It's good. Just go check it out. Absolutely. Um, this podcast, remember the best way to support this podcast, as I said at the top of the show, is to write us a review or recommend us to a friend. You can also go to patreon.com slash films in black and white to join the Patty family. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on our socials, um, films in black and white on everything but Twitter, where it is films and B underscore W. Um, and so that is what we got going. But did we get some money today? Uh, <laughs> did, did did we get some money today? Oh, no, we the, did not. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Marcus, I don't want to point you, but Roman gave us a Pokemon the movie quote, and we whiffed. We, we whiffed. We wow. whiffed man. Okay. We whiffed like right. we whiffed like a little leaguer in the majors. It was ugly. You know, you know what they say. My old coach used to say, "If you don't get it once, don't try again because you probably suck." Um, you know what? That is not an the interesting motto. coach. That is not the films of black and white way. <laughs> no, you just got to dig deeper. You know what I mean? We, he's yeah. digging in his bag because you know Marcus can guess the quote. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Damn. you should read. I will. We will give you. We will listen to it and let us know if you would have gotten that too. Never mind. He said, never mind. I already gave it away. I already gave it away. (laughs) Um, But gentlemen, we have a three-step process success for this particular podcast. Brian, relegate us with that first step. Hey, folks. Read a 
book. I finished a book this weekend and it felt great. So sometimes in life you're like, man, I feel like I got, I'm stuck at work or like, ah, I just, I don't really feel like I'm, I'm going anywhere. You know what? Read a book. It's an easy target and an easy thing for you to start. And it has a definite end. And if That's you need true. that in your life, a book is a great solution for that. Read a book. Absolutely. Um, our second step to success is drink some water. Look, y'all, it's hot everywhere all the time, no matter where you are, whether that is in Boone, North Carolina, or whether that is Chicago, Illinois, or whether that is Vermilion, South Dakota. It is a hot time of year. It is. It was 103 degrees here this past weekend with the heat index. So drink some water. Stay cool it's it's important to do that so just it'll it'll help you in the long run marcus what is the third step can everyone hear me we can yeah okay. i just want to let you all know the world smells like ass at the moment okay <laughs> it's too much too much stuff going on all right it's just it's just oh, chaos after chaos after chaos and you know what chaos. would help that if you just plunge the world that's already covered in 70 percent water maybe 80 percent with like climate change but like if you just changed all of that by just washing the world's ass, we would all be in a much better place. The world would be less musty. You would be less hatred. You know, you want to know why, how I know that? It's so hot and sticky outside, it makes me frustrated. So imagine when I hop in the shower, I feel relieved. So if you just plunge the world in a shower and you just washed his ass with Irish Springs, guess what? We might be a-okay, yo. We might be. That's where the racism hides in the mm -hmm. ass. Got to wash it in out. In the ass wow. crack. Racism in the ass crack. Brian. Wow. <laughs> well, everybody, we made it. We got Brian to be I, I shocked took... by something we said. So, yeah. Hey, you know, I'm I'm a good listener. I'm happy to listen to this. <laughs> well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. Thank you all for joining us. We will be back next week with another episode again. Uh, no, no, Same no. time. Same place. We will catch y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. Good night.